one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is the Howling Salt Mine. It's the Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast. The podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community, find the saltiest stories, the saltiest posts, those salty confessionals that we love, put them in our mind cart, and bring them right back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say hey, guys. What up, what up, what up? Howdy ho. And before we go any further into the mine, I'm getting so much better about remembering to do this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we have to shout out our nice patrons Hell because they yeah. are nice. Nice. You see that inflection in my voice? That should tell you something about this, this Patreon level. And we have them. They're all so nice. We got them right here. We have Alex Balix, Cream Bean, Hephaestus Bolts, Prime Speaker Florian, Yef Judge, Accidental TPK, and Royal Flood get it thanks for being so nice guys we really appreciate that shit fuck yeah but hey there's someone else in the minecart this minecart's a little crowded today you know what i mean i was gonna say it's full (laughs) we've got the stretch minecart out today (laughs) yeah Yeah, it it does not go on the tracks very well actually it's an osha problem honestly Uh, but I we just still... assumed I was hanging out the back of the cart, trying to hang <laughs> on, sitting in the like... trunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like Diddy Kong on Donkey Kong's shoulders. We're we're just crammed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's right. We have some guests with us, folks. Actually, these are first guests of 2024. Is that true? Am I am what? I telling a truth? That's true, right? It's true now. You're telling a true. Yeah. <laughs> Am I telling a true? <laughs> we have Andy and Kyle from the Legendary Creatures podcast. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Good to be here. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for joining us. You want to you know something? Yeah. This is the first time we've ever been on somebody else's podcast. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. The, two, the two of us combining on yeah, somebody we've else's. Never, yeah, we've never done it. Uh, wow. is, is there a reason for that? Did we make a mistake? Was it like a Batman <laughs> Bruce Wayne situation? Uh, like you're not supposed to be seen in the same podcast at the same time, except your own. I just really like your podcast. <laughs> so does that mean Kyle normally does the guest spots, but you're making an exception for us, Andy? Um, I've been on a couple others on my own. I don't think you have, have you, Kyle? I'm trying to think. I don't think I've... I don't yeah, think I have, yeah, but you usually coordinate stuff to bring people to our podcast. True. There you go. True. Do it, so. That's true. That's the way to do it. That's, that's Kyle. Wow, that's shared responsibilities. You know, that's how you make <laughs> yeah. it work. Yeah, we don't do that, but that does sound nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> we shared in that I do all that stuff, and then I update Tony and Mike, and they're like, "Why didn't you do it this way?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for jumping into the mind with us today, guys. So for the people who don't know what the Legendary Creatures podcast is, hit us with that. Give us give us your little spiel. Well, what are you guys all about? Yeah, I mean, we do Commander. That's our that's our coverage. I'd say you'd listen to us if you want to hear a lot about playgroup dynamics, like a mm-hmm. static playgroup, not playing with people you don't know. I don't think mm-hmm. we give very good advice for people like that. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Well, that, that'll be great because you'll be giving some advice to those people today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else, Kyle? What do you? Yeah, think I mean, we're about? not we're not like your you know super experts or commander, but I think we're pretty good at like social dynamics and and just kind of giving our own thoughts and owning that there are our own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. I mean, I I won't lie that I've listened to a shit ton of your podcast. You guys sometimes do these like commander theory deep dives and stuff like mm. that and i just eat that shit up and then i go back to my play group with tony mike and our friend nick and i just cause problems and i'm like should we stop playing tutors guys and they're like can you shut up <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny because i was i was like listening to some more episodes of, of your guys show uh, yeah. getting excited for you guys to come on as guests and and i kept hitting things and being like Oh, that's where Sam got that idea. Yeah. It's kind of this game of like, I don't know if, if I'm excited anymore. <laughs> that's because Tony runs tutors in all his fucking decks. I vamp tutor. I see it in all every deck. <laughs> Even my mono green deck. Just you know? like taking that one out of the sleeve. Like, here yeah. we go. Next deck. Where's exactly. it going? So exactly. what's funny is there's an episode where Kyle is like trying to very persistently convince me that we need to dial him back and i started calling him like moses and to stop like just get, i'm not gonna buy his religion about it because he's like look man it's causing like we see the same damn cards every night the experience is not you know and you go ahead like maybe two years later and now i'm i'm all bought in i like yeah, you're preaching it dude and yeah, he's like i, I believe yeah. <laughs> you're helping him part the red sea man <laughs> yeah i feel delivered <laughs> i will say though it has it has resulted in this like really uh intense love in our group well tony doesn't super love it but but the rest of us do of like 100 dollars budget brews and like 50 dollars budget brews yeah, I like say, i just haven't brewed any dicks yeah <laughs> tony's just along for the ride we're dragging him with us but uh, uh nick and i have gotten like super into it just as as sort of a way to like cap power levels it's worked out pretty well we're still tutoring though in fact i made a 100 deck that's like <laughs> basically all about tutoring so i've kind of yeah. eaten my words on that on it's that hard piece. it's hard to get away <laughs> It, it kills some decks for sure like yeah. some of some of our ideas so <laughs> yeah i mean some decks just can't live without no. a tutor yeah. you're like right. how do i get my gimmicky card that the there's deck no is way. built around you know yeah, there's no way yeah no way but that's like the era we're in if you go back far enough we were all about tutors kyle wasn't but i was <laughs> <laughs> love it should we get into our interview portion Let's do it, Tony. You know, we like to kick off these episodes when we have guests with a pretty grueling interview. Oh, no. <laughs> and I will say, you know, it's it's going to be intense. I hope you guys studied for it. I hope you did your research. If you do fail or you fuck it up, we will mute that audio. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. um, and one yeah. of you can pass and the other can fail. So, yeah. like, you know, that's the risk you run. And uh, we'll hold it over each other. Yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. At there that point, go. it's victory points for one of you, right? It's like... so, so, dear listener, Andy's going to disappear right now. <laughs> we'll leave that in. <laughs> Please either both succeed or both fail because you're on one audio track and it's going right. to be such hell for me to edit out like the laughter of one person and keep in the laughter of another. If you can pull it off, you know, we both edit audio. If you can pull it off where you're like, you can get rid of somebody from one audio track and I just, and I just disappear. <laughs> That'd be know. pretty impressive, man. That would be wild. There's got to be an AI for that now. Probably. I was literally thinking the same thing, is. right? Yeah. Like the you Andy remover AI. You just feed it my, <laughs> yeah. my voice. Done. Eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the first question that we like to ask, and uh, feel free to jump at this in no particular order. You, either one of you can go first. The first one we like to ask is, when did you get into magic? <laughs> you want me to answer that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so not soon enough, actually. I didn't start playing oh. magic until I was 24. Um, and you're yeah. like 55 i'm 73 <laughs> i'm from the future i had i had been i've been exposed to it before i had this girlfriend who'd like try to get me to play it and the way she explained it seemed insane she was like hey so these are your creatures and they're your wall it's how she described it and i'm like my oh. wall yeah so i'm mm. gonna attack you but you use your wall to like stop me from hmm. from doing that. And I'm like, huh. I just I had this visualization of like all of this biomatter getting mashed together and making a wall, like something like out of like Pink Floyd's the fucking wall, right? So I just I I just I didn't identify with that moment and left it in high school. But then later on, there was this dude who I was working with, and he's like, You seem like a magic the gathering kind of guy. I'm like, no, dude, with the flesh wall thing is that what you're talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like no no man it's, it's not like, like well, wall I... of flesh is a card but <laughs> yeah i told him exactly what i just told you and he's like bro that's not i mean i guess like he just kind of has that look <laughs> yeah. on his face so i took a day off i had got my i had actually got my wisdom teeth pulled and so i was really high on percocet Nice. And playing on Xbox 360 uh, arcade. I don't know if you guys ever like fucked with that. Oh hell yeah! But oh, yeah. They had this game on there called Duels of the Planeswalkers. Yeah, and, baby! Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's my shit, dude. It is good, dude. and the, the music in that game. Is, oh yeah, it goes okay, hard. <laughs> so I, I I start playing the game, and you know I'm like not seeing the wall of bodies. <laughs> But there was a moment that really like turned me on. And it's like in the tutorial, you probably, you probably like know where I'm going to go, where it's saying, oh, hurry, somebody's trying to kill your creature. It was going to do like ring flesh or something like that. It's the mm -hmm. one that gives them negative two, negative two. And it tells you to respond by giving them a giant's growth to like dodge out of it, to keep the creature around. And yeah. I, that was like the moment for me where I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Game is <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I start playing the game on there and I thought like I'll only contain my interest on this game on the arcade game and it just didn't stay there dude it yeah. exploded I went and got like a fat pack is what they used to call them at the time mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what I still call them so yeah, yeah those are awesome <laughs> yeah right so me and him we worked together also and I was like hey man we should play this game and what was your response Kyle when I told you about it I was like are we are we gonna be those fucking nerds dude? that's something like that <laughs> and we were like in the, we were like in the cafeteria because I remember in seventh grade playing with John Belliston and Robert Blaylock. Shout out. And Mrs. Pianetta's. Are you name dropping? Seventh grade math class. <laughs> Shout out, Mrs. Pianetta. <laughs> and I was exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I liked those guys. They were fucking funny, but uh, they were the biggest nerds I'd ever known in my life. <laughs> and. Andy brings up their game. I'm like, you think they have a podcast now about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope to God they do. Those those guys exposed me to magic, and then a decade later, I came around to it with 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 uh, with Andy and their names: Josh Lee Kwai and Jimmy Wong. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, that right? Crazy. <laughs> These big giant fucking nerds in West Valley, Utah, of all places. Who would have thought? I just love that in seventh grade, it was like that was it. Those were the nerdiest people you'd. <laughs> ever met i feel like i could identify nerdier folks than the magic the gathering people from seventh grade but i think it was I probably me. was also one of them yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, it was me, dude. and i wasn't right. even playing magic yet but 
<laughs> it, it, seventh grade is that time when like some of the kids have discovered deodorant and some of them have not. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like you, to, you start to delineate the nerds They're a little bit. Yeah. About <laughs> and then you get to like 25 and you go to an LGS and you're like, oh, some still haven't figured <laughs> still, it out. Yeah. <laughs> you're deodorantly arrested. Oh, man. Yeah. But that's cool. So you got, Andy, you got Kyle into magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do you, how do you feel about that now, Kyle? Uh, knowing that like your friend really kind of signed you up for this like horrible, expensive, <laughs> super fun, addictive hobby. Is that like a positive like in your life? Would you oh, say? oh, absolutely. I mean, because we cool. we hung out a lot of weekends. I think it was, but it was like let's play rock band. Like let's hell yeah. Watch some. Let's do let's, Diablo two. Yeah, we would do some Diablo two runs <laughs> and again. <laughs> Let's Another let's one. sit on the couch and watch this Japanese movie called The Interview or whatever. That movie freaked you out. You hated that shit. That movie was just oh yeah. So it was like a good just like go to thing immediately. You know, it's just yeah. like oh we can do this and and it's a good centerpiece for friendship. I think. But how far off are you on for your like retirement goals now, though? Oh, I know, yeah. right? Yeah, that, ac- <laughs> that Acorns account is very small due to Magic Gathering. <laughs> ah man. Doesn't Acorns just need you to do more transactions? I know, right? The whole bit? So <laughs> I guess that's really true. I should just that. be more at buying more singles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just round up on the dollar every time, dude. You know? yeah. <laughs> so you guys found Magic. And then how soon after that did you find Commander? Because clearly, Ooh. like you said, your podcast is focused on Commander. I mean, it's got Legendary Creature right in the title. Uh, you know, pretty Commander-focused, I would, I would imagine. And I do imagine because I've heard almost all the episodes so <laughs> <laughs> we we went really heavy on standard that's that mm, was our thing really for a while. yeah we uh got pretty into that we were pretty into it we tried a game of commander and didn't understand it hmm. it was just like way too vary it mm-hmm. uh we just didn't understand like kind of its core principles at all where it does it just wasn't translating we played it like once and we're like yeah this is dumb and then we went back to <laughs> playing out standard but then um Innistrad rotated out and that like killed it because like it was such a centerpiece for that standard year you know like Phyrexia fell off halfway through so we were like not really married to that but it was Innistrad was like our we call it like our anniversary set right like it was the set that was it was a first pre-release the first thing like core 2012 was what was going on Mm -hmm. but once that rotated oh man like our decks just fell yeah, it apart. killed all of our decks. Like Delver <laughs> Secrets, man, like um, yeah. Snapcaster Mage, like it just all yeah. this stuff just collapsed. Like it was, you know, it was a new, it was just a really big rotation. Yeah, meta shakeup. Yeah, we we're like, we don't let's try to do modern, and we hated modern. <laughs> like <laughs> we hated modern. I just, it's just, it just wasn't. I don't know. We needed something kind of like the speed of a standard game, but but yeah not you know eternal and then we tried commander a, a second time well this time we were smarter about it we got yeah. more people to play i think we were only trying like three player games we don't know uh, what the fuck we were doing mm. and uh <laughs> classic it, it was fucking awesome right like i remember somebody <laughs> resolved some big ass demon i think it was lord of the void because we're just using our cards from like gate crash and yeah and Stan- you know like we didn't it's like really your bulk fighting. rares and shit it yeah. never would have happened in a standard game unless you were playing like french rights like there's no way you would see something yeah. like that and we were like dude this is sick as fuck like look at yeah. all these six drops that actually like <laughs> 
matter matter yeah <laughs> they aren't just getting doom bladed off the table so yeah. <laughs> it, it was really cool and we were just like all in on it ever since and that was like 2012 yeah. ish nice yeah hell yeah it was like 2013 2013 yeah, because commander 2013 yeah. came out just shortly after we got into it like i think we had our first roster of decks and then those commander 2013 yeah decks dropped i think you're in, right dropped i think you're November. right yeah i remember the first generation of like commander pre-cons were already like north of hundred dollars by the time we even started playing yeah they were hard Damn. to come by yeah like the riku that oh, cohort yeah. yeah riku gave right. all those like tricolor decks they were already like really hard to come by even then so the other question that we like to ask people is what makes you salty <laughs> <laughs> what is you what makes you salty kyle that's a good question <laughs> i get salty when uh let's see if i have the same answer about myself as andy does okay but (laughs) (laughs) all right uh i think the times i get saltiest is when it's just really hard to get a footing in a game and Mm. so we don't really do this in our group but if like somebody was somebody was countering my commander oh my god that triggers you (laughs) if that happened a couple times in a game i'd be like i don't know what i'm doing to you like what, what, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I like games where everybody gets to kind of like play. Yeah. You know, we have a high amount of removal. It's true. In our group. <laughs> it's true. But uh, but if if there's a trend in the removal over the course of a night, that starts to get me salty too. Towards you? Yeah. 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 So you don't get salty for that. other people eating it. <laughs> it's true. I quit fucking with him. <laughs> what did Andy ever do to you, Brad? Fuck you, brother. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that man. If my commander gets countered over and over and over again, like uh, yeah, it's like it's like what are we even fucking doing here? Can I play or do you want me to just like leave? Like man, if it's one fucking time, I'm salty. Yeah, (laughs) we know Tony. We play with you every week. This is why blue sucks. It's trash. No one likes it. Yeah, blue blue doesn't even know how to win, dude. It doesn't know how to win. <laughs> exactly. It knows how to win. You just deck yourself and play a Thoracle. <laughs> it's had that figured out since day one. It's like, what else do you want from me? What is this? Child's play? Just throw the doll on the ground. Step on it. It's over. <laughs> how about you, Andy? What makes you salty? Uh... I really don't like when somebody reaches for a dice to count their mana. <laughs> to count their mana? Yeah, like they've they've landed like a mana geyser like, or okay, or, or they've pool. got some kind of ongoing storm effect where the mana vacillates like it's it's up by 3, down by whatever and uh-huh. we're really not going anywhere. Then I I my heartbeat starts to like increase because <laughs> I hate it. Really? <laughs> what what's your preferred your preferred is that they just say it every time or i prefer or it not happen track. at all i prefer yeah. that they don't, <laughs> yeah. prefer they don't hold the turn the mana. Yeah. is it like a, a sign that like someone is about to go into a big storm turn like if someone's exactly. counting storm count and they're like exactly okay, how many spells have been cast this turn and you're like fuck i'm just gonna right. go like to the bathroom or all something right, i got a mana geyser i'm like okay so i've got <laughs> 70 treasures now okay so like that's that's the stuff that I it's the eyes glazing over moment. <laughs> I just leave the room. I'm like, let me know if I'm dead. And I leave. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I'm like, I'm gonna go take a shit. <laughs> it's gonna be, he's planning on it being that long. He's gonna release his bowel. Yeah. I'm not gonna have a fucking bowel obstruction 
because of your turn. I'm going. I'm leaving. Well, that's worse because you come back and they're not even. They're still yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's so right. already one person making a pile of shit in this room. I might as well go do that in another one. Exactly. Dude. I hate it. God. Oh, yeah, I was fearing for my life in that bathroom, and I come back and it's you still haven't done anything. I do hate when those people too are on like. It's like the sixth or seventh spell of the turn, and they weren't fucking keeping track. And they're like, "What's the spell go?" Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. oh, you fucking tell me if it matters to you. you. I'm not like, helping you. Yeah. And then everybody's trying to rewind the turn. Oh man. Yeah. Like, it, it, if it was just they only have the amount of information they started the turn with, I don't think it'd be that bad. But what happens is, inevitably, they have cards in hand that introduce new information to them, so their yeah. entire footing changes right i'm gonna exile three cards with jessica's well oh shit there's there's a, four other cards here let me pretty good that, cards you know in what here, i mean guys exactly so it just kind of like they keep getting new information and rightfully so they need to make the best decision because as soon as they close their turnout like we're on them right so <laughs> yeah it just takes forever and I, I like long games. It's just I don't like you having one long game by yourself. Yeah, that's all. I like I that. I like that you pinpoint it as reaching for the die as the yeah, thing that so makes good. you salty. That, that. It's, like, it's, the, it's the sign. It's, it's the, the sign. sign. It's definitely right. a sign. Post. Yeah, it's the sign. <laughs> it's the most specific answer it's to the that train question horn. we've ever had. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, good news for you is I I just write it. So you're not gonna like playing magic with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because I just recently got a simic deck and we talk about it all the time because one i love to play it and two it takes the fucking longest turns yeah. and, and i apologize every time but you know i gotta get that value guys you know what i mean you're like look green gave me a bunch of mana blue gave me a bunch of cards i you know just yeah. rich people uh, problems yeah, exactly. I, I have the will i have the hey, way all yeah. my spells are <laughs> cascading you know i gotta get that free value which is it's the epitome of like the new information thing you were talking about. It too. literally like, is. Oh, what did I flip? Oh, right. the thing that oh. does four more things. Huh. Okay, now I have another trigger. How yeah. am I gonna sort my tr my six triggers that I get every single time I cascade? <laughs> it's, in it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's inappropriate. It's, it's gross. I mean, it is. It is gross. Uh, and and Mike, I think you were mentioning it, Mike. But Mike, every single time he plays his Sissé CDH deck, you know he's going off because he takes out a little infinite token and writes a little wooberg on it I just right starts Wooberg to tally the mana and we're like okay so we're gonna lose this turn <laughs> i'm like who knows yes. let's see if anyone has opposition in my wheels <laughs> find out <laughs> Wild. oh man i love that though dude that's a good question i like that that you that you hit people with that that is the most fucking specific answer ever i fucking <laughs> now whenever i see someone reach for that die i'm gonna be like <laughs> start clutching your pearls. Yeah. <laughs> i gotta shit all of a sudden <laughs> my nitroglycerin my bowels are quaking <laughs> oh man yeah. So we have a special third question that we like to ask when we have a pair on here. Mike, usually you ask it, so I I, I, I don't do. quite feel comfortable asking it. So if you would like to do the honors. Holy fuck, what is this? Yeah, how did you guys meet and start playing Magic together? We kind of heard the, the second part a little bit, but... And when did you decide to make your podcast? Oh, yeah, that as well. It's a it's a flow. It's all... it's It all yeah, goes yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we met working at Discover Card with each other. Like we were on the same team. Like Andy had started a Discover Card. Quentin went to another job. 
and then was like, oh no, this was a bad decision and came back. And so he just got injected. It, it was a mortgage company and this was 2007. Oh, just, to, nice. just, just to tell you how psychic I am. I was like, I have a bad feeling. I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude, good move. Wow. And guess where that mortgage company is now? Nowhere. Gone? Yeah. 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 Dead and dusted. It does not exist. <laughs> rotated out within a strap. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It rotated out. <laughs> I had like gone through training and then all of a sudden we hit the floor. We're calling people, asking them to pay their money. And there's this guy there and that's Andy. And I don't know. I I don't, I think we kind of ignored each other at first a little bit. Yeah. And then as you do. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, two introverted dudes that like, what what are you going to do? Be friends with people you work with? (laughs) So challenging. You got to wait for someone to drop a hint and you know, that they're like a nerd. There's some shared interest where they're like, yeah, I think I might go on break and play my Game Boy. And they give you the eye and you're like, oh, I'm also a nerd. You know, it's funny you say Game Boy because I think where we started hitting it off is we got like promoted to a different team. And I was playing Advance Wars on my, what's it, is it DS? Your what, what's DS Lite? Screen? Yeah, the DS Lite. And I showed it to him and I was like, I switched it into two-player mode where you can hand it back oh. and forth and it just blacks the screen out. So you can't really see. So good. And that game, we played that for oh god, weeks. yeah. Yeah. so good dude you can I hear love people just like yeah sick that, that, i think that's really where we started like hitting it off was on that team that's a great that's awesome. co-worker game too because you like yeah, you just hand on the ds oh yeah because it's turn-based yeah exactly. it's turn-based there's no time turn-based. limit you can set it down you can deal with whoever and then you can like get back into it i love that yeah yeah it was... you're making a bunch of helicopters aren't you andy I don't know, Carl. I'm anything bad. <laughs> I really liked it because it's spatially oriented, so you could kind of like calculate the the space on the. Dude, I wish they had something like that on the phone, dude. That'd yeah, be so would be sick. Cool. Where it just like hits cool. your phone for your turn. Oh. Anyway, yeah. but then also like I, my ass was very tight at that time. <laughs> like I was reading, <laughs> I was reading like to give you a picture. Like I was, I was reading. <laughs> I've got uh, a picture in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like you were fit? Like no, you were really I, I, fit, I was... Kyle, and you just had the tightest <laughs> cheeks, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was reading Pol Pot's biography, oh. like, between phone calls at work, <laughs> okay. and Andy's like, you, uh... You need something that's like a lighter read, man. <laughs> like, so he got me reading Game of Thrones and shit like that. And so yeah, yeah, honestly, a- Andy's responsible for a good chunk of my nerd dump, to be honest. And he's not <laughs> wrong. He knew I would like things and he wasn't wrong. <laughs> Any good friend is going to get you into some shit like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like yeah. Tony dragged me kicking and screaming back into commander after a couple years <laughs> of me away from yeah. it. So he really started all this shit. Not without first trying to get me back into whatever the fuck we were playing kitchen Jank table whatever cards you want in which at the time i was then finding cards and like buying like stuff that wasn't standard so it was like really expensive but now it's worth like five cents and like uh just so like money blowing wasted. money to exclusively play with sam because everyone else i knew played commander uh what a good friend <laughs> i try how did all that turn into the podcast though <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got playing Commander, and then I was getting interested in the idea of making a podcast. I wasn't really sure what, and I floated the idea to Andy. And then some chicks happened, so we didn't do it. So we didn't do it. And then <laughs> I, I went and did like this rumspringa thing. I went and took a road trip around the country for several months. 
Oh, hell yeah. Which biographies did you read during that? I know, right? So, uh, yeah, I was do, doing all that Now's Jack Kerouac shit. No. <laughs> I did read uh, I did read a Mao Zedong book. You would, dude. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> nice. Um, but I got back and Andy was like, do you want to do on a podcast, dude? I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. So it's like 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. That summer. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. is this your seventh year uh, of of the Legendary Creatures podcast? Yeah, we're coming up on seven years. Ew, we launched in wow. the summer. That's wild. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. fucking crazy, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, we were doing it pretty. We had a really good schedule when we started, and then like as time goes on, like we kind of just get it done yeah once you have an audience you can just <laughs> shoot it out whenever. yeah <laughs> <laughs> man we were like clockwork man like every every like you guys are very regimented very structured and then just over time it was like i don't know man no one cares let's just, <laughs> let's just shoot that. Yeah. i care it. dude give me more content come on yeah <laughs> No, but that's the point. <laughs> the listeners exactly. care. They Tony, want Tony's more. Got You've got Tony's them, like, so they're coming back. Keep me wanting. Tony's that that is yeah. true. That is so true. I'm going to look forward to uh, salt mine uh, patrons and listeners. <laughs> I, I think if anything, we're going to double down. We're going to start doing two episodes a week. Oh, oh my God. That is Yo. a lie. Do not that's even put that energy into the world yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, when? When? Dude, if, if we get two people in our the whole dang mine patreon tier we'll do fucking two episodes a week yeah, i'll sure. make that well, claim right now yeah, sure <laughs> if they stay in that tier for more than a month and like... oh yeah yeah as long as they're there we'll do two episodes a week <laughs> for yeah, context that's, that's to you guys that's like a, it's like a it's a hefty, hefty uh, you're like we'll you know, be making level. some cash if you're yeah. at that level and we're going to be recording in a mine in uh yes. where the hell was it Kansas Oklahoma City. or something Kansas, the whole Kansas dang City. mine is five thousand dollars a month uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i think the least you can do would be two episodes yeah. <laughs> well I mean, reasonable a lot of that money has to go towards our flights to kansas city and our caving gear so we can spelunk and record in an actual salt mine yeah i see that aka part. our bribe to like let the people <laughs> yeah. allow us to record an episode in their mind that would be pretty epic but you guys already have a mind pinned like one researched out <laughs> yeah. i actually There's do one that ex exists that's right? fucking awesome like, that's yeah, yeah. Of it. <laughs> and there is no gear required it's like a it's like an eight dollar touring fee or something like that <laughs> it's it, it's like fully outfitted for humans to go in yeah, and it's like yeah. a museum-y kind yeah, of it's like a museum right? it, it's actually the salt mine has the perfect humidity to keep old film reels and like old costumes oh. at like the perfect temp and humidity to preserve them so they put a lot of like old film and and uh movie costumes and shit down there that's randomly. crazy it's like some indiana jones stuff that's it right really now. is yeah and there's like a little choo-choo train that's down there like hey, it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time if it ever happens so imagine <laughs> them allowing us gremlins to go in there <laughs> yeah. and like record so an epic we're gonna record a podcast yeah. in here <laughs> imagine a school field trip walking by the three of us in a corner being like hey, ball sack <laughs> <laughs> the teachers are just like ignore mics. those nerds <laughs> yeah <laughs> they didn't learn about deodorant yeah <laughs> the school bully takes our milk money like oh no <laughs> well oh, should man. we get on into the mine yeah let's fucking do it guys let's, let's get it. into the mine we we've preambled enough let's uh let's jump down the shaft 
<laughs> Mike. Mike is so disappointed whenever I say that. Mike, that's a mining term, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my bad. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it, guys. I got some salty stories queued up here, and we're uh, we're ready to rip it. Oh, uh, yeah. Tony. Oh shit! What's salt? You're like that's my job. Damn yeah. it! <laughs> I was I was just excited. You I was listening line. to you. I was like, we're going in. It's gonna be great. Uh, Sam, what's salt? Great question, Tony. Thank you for asking and remembering your line. I really oh, yeah. appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like one in five, you know, and by that I mean one out of every five times I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, who knows? Yeah, I don't think we'll, we'll. There we'll is really a consistency there. Yeah. Just not yeah. what everyone expects yeah exactly that's what i'm saying and he gets it yeah it's not a, it's like a mealy consistency though you know it's not like smooth it's chunky it's not fine grain <laughs> mealy i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use that mealy consistency i'm gonna use that at work your work is just mealy inconsistency or use that when talking about a bad deck like how consistent is your deck eh, it's kind of mealy <laughs> The like one a bad apricot. The, the one people are on now is like, uh, it's mid. What is this? Mid? Is that bad? It's mid. Yeah, mid is like, isn't that like a, a marijuana term that's been pulled over into like maybe, the public parlance? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's to me, it's like forgettable. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, yeah, it's, mid. it's, it's not like, bad. Yeah, that's it's right. Not memorable. It's ditch weed. It's not good, but it'll get you high. You know, yeah, it's mid. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, thanks, Tony. Salt is <laughs> what a clean transition, folks. Salt is frustration in the game, as we like to say. And really, salt is an umbrella term. When we're in the salt mine, salt can be everything from the small grains to the full shakers. Something where maybe you're playing a regular pre-con game. Everybody comes bringing a similar power level, but the vibe is off. Somebody doesn't want to take deals or they're being really weird when people are trying to make deals at the table. And mm. it's an OK game, but you leave it with a bad taste in your mouth. Or maybe it's high salt and someone brings the Thassa's Oracle combo deck to that same pre-con game and they just stomp all over you. And then at the end, they keep bragging about how cool and expensive and good their deck is. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're like, hey, I hope you feel good. Uh, have a good day. Don't don't play with me again. And we talk about salt so we can learn from it and hopefully not be salty in a future game. Hell yeah. Really an educational show, folks. Uh, if you laugh at all, that's just an accident. This is an educational yeah. show. <laughs> We actually request that you don't. Yeah. So <laughs> you do keep it keep it down. Serious, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> well, I got some salty stories here. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Let's hear them. Lay them on me. Oh, and you guys passed, by the way. Uh, your microphones are not muted. You did pass. So <laughs> you you didn't pass. You Mine have colors. your mining license now. <clears throat> you didn't Sweet. get it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so our first story comes to us from the EDH subreddit. That's right, folks. That place that is full of salt. Some of the richest minds are there. The internet. <laughs> and this one comes to us from our buddy, Free Watercress Salad. If you guys ever Ooh. see user Free Watercress Salad around the subreddits, give them an upvote. You know the drill. Spread that. Good will. Do you think that's like free watercress salad like here's a free watercress salad or like free the watercress salad like yeah. <laughs> like nobody yeah. has <laughs> like you know yeah i think a watercress salad has been imprisoned uh wrongly, wrongfully. yeah wrongfully exactly it needs to be released <laughs> uh, and this post is titled guy in my pod free sideboards void mirror just for my colorless deck 
I really have no idea what the story could be about. It could go in so many different directions, guys. Are so let's... talking about a sideboard? Is that what I heard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounding like one. Huh. That's new. And the story goes. I just need to vent about the situation that popped up this week. I have a typical colorless Eldrazi deck with Zuladoc as the commander. Lots of colorless ramp, all the titans, Ugin, etc. And it's one of my favorite decks to play. A guy in my regular playgroup recently bought a copy of Void Mirror that he is now pre-sideboarding in whatever deck he plays anytime I play my Eldrazi. He keeps it separate from everything else and swaps it in to whatever deck he happens to play only after he sees me pull out my Eldrazi deck. And hey, if he wanted to buy a copy for each of his decks and trade out one of the 99 and all of them as a safeguard against it, more power to him. But this pregame sideboard action leaves me super salty, and I think it's very poor etiquette. The worst part is that because my entire deck is colorless, if he puts down Void Mirror in early game, I'm completely locked out of the game and literally can't play anything. No removal, no mana rocks to tap for any color, nada, zip, zilch, nothing. I don't get to play. Would any of you allow someone to quick edit a deck after commanders are announced, but before the game actually starts? Seems like it's completely against the spirit of Commander as a format, but we only play casually, so I'd love to hear anyone else's take on this situation. Interesting. Ooh. <laughs> Some bullshit. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. This gets me, this, this isn't in any rules that I can find. I don't think there's a fixed order of it, but... But before mulligans, I believe there are some other like phases of uh, starting a commander game that happen. I think the one right before mulligans is deck selection. And the one right before that is deck edits. So <laughs> he can put whatever he wants in his deck. But as soon as that's in there, deck edits are done. And then you get to choose what deck you want to play. So he can put Void Mirror in. And then you get to choose. Do I want to play my Eldrazi card? Do I not? So sometimes he's just going to, you know, hang out with Void Mirror in a deck doing nothing against nobody. You forgot one phase before deck edits is like you bullshit about power levels and like try and come to a consensus. <laughs> but everybody's seven is different. And then you edit your decks. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I actually think that happens after deck edits. Personally. <laughs> I don't generally edit decks ever uh let alone like singular cards just to fuck over one deck outside of like maybe mill i've thought about it once or twice because in our pod we've had like some mill decks come down but it was never like okay nick has selected his mill deck and now i'm slotting a card in it was like i like to play this deck right now so i'm just gonna put something in that fucks with mill and like shuffles everything back in like one of the shuffle titans or something typically my editing a deck if i don't like the deck you're playing is is i pick a new deck that's just like gonna hang better or like be able to do but never like mm -hmm. specifically just to fuck over like one deck i think that's pretty bullshit yeah yeah it seems like horseshit to me what, what are you guys thinking over there i think i was just waiting for you guys to say how bad this is <laughs> <laughs> or to sit back and see if we'd be like this is great this we is pretty want cool tech, this to actually. happen yeah, yeah this, is, this is a good idea i never thought about this yeah, yeah. this seems like a really good building. way to get to some wins <laughs> this is like the most cowardly shit i've ever heard <laughs> like yes <laughs> it's not it's not uniformly useful the card by itself like it is right. so specifically insulting this one deck if it was something like, I don't know, non-creature spells cost one more to cast, right? Like that 
will slow down this Eldrazi deck quite a bit because the early form of this deck is they're producing mana rock after mana rock after mana rock. Like, how mm-hmm. else are they going to get to this mana altitude and colorless? Right. So that seems like, okay, I could start putting stuff like that in some of my decks because this guy always plays this Eldrazi list. And for whatever reason, I feel impotent and I can't handle it. So <laughs> that's probably the angle I would go for, I suppose. It kind of sucks because it snares you guys in into it too. Like if if we were playing with this guy and we were in his meta, that would kind of get in your way. So I don't I don't really know how to get ahead of something like that. But this is like it's like a hard nerf, right? Like I'm pretty sure yeah. he's tutoring six ways to Sunday to make sure it sees yeah. the board every time this our uh, storyteller tries to play his Eldrazi list because it's because it sounds like it's frequent, right? Yeah, Sounds like he's right. running into it like all the time. It's not like, <laughs> oh, it's in the deck and it's a spooky me. It's I, yeah. the guy resolves it. Into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I should probably read Void Mirror just for folks who don't know. Uh, yeah. You could probably tell from context clues what it does, but Void Mirror, it's a two mana artifact. And it says whenever a player casts a spell, if no colored mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Pretty simple pretty one directional card. I remember when this was spoiled in Modern Horizons, a bunch of people in the CDH world were like, "Oh man, it stops free counter spells. Is this going to be the next thing?" And no one ever fucking plays this card. Like people, <laughs> no one plays this card unless you are trying to fuck over the local Eldrazi player and make them have a bad time. <laughs> that is when we see this, yeah. <laughs> and you could just win instead. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like these are late stage decks. Like these Eldrazi decks are not super impressive to me like they just they go undefended for a long time you know and a vandal blast or two and they're like underwater like bad yeah to me so yeah in our play group those have never had that much success because everybody else is just like well we know when they arrive it's going to be bad so let's all agree let's make sure that player doesn't survive long enough for them to arrive (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is just playing the game right right yeah but this is, I don't know, this is, this is a that, that person story. needs to check their blood pressure because there's too much salt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Nice. It, it's a really good point too, about like a Vandal Blast. Like it, it feels very much like a overcorrecting and trying to treat like this specific thing of like, like way too much of a silver bullet right. situation. Yeah. Whereas like another card will be better in 95% more situations and almost just as good in the the situation you're worried about. And I would call that constructing for your meta, right? Like, so Tony's example is like, yeah, there's a lot of mill going on at that time. So it felt like it was smart to include these. And they probably weren't DOA cards, right? They were probably okay if if it never happens and really great when it does, where this is so specific. Yeah, like if you're not against a deck that has a plethora of colorless artifacts that they're trying to drop or free spells or whatever like void mirror is a dead card it does oh yeah jack yeah. shit you know yeah. there's really no reason to run it unless you're trying to fuck over one person in particular yeah that's why it's triggering everybody on this call you know what it is actually it's pretty good against cascade Fair. Fair. I guess we should all swap Actually, this into our. Moving on to the next post. <laughs> well, no yeah. thought. Hey, wow. Yeah. Like smart deck construction. Uh, yeah. Sam in the editing room, uh, please delete that. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I, you know, we, we've all said it, but if you're trying to silver bullet this hard against someone, I think honestly, even one of the things that, one of the scenarios that the poster included, which is 
if you were like, this deck gives me a problem, I'm going to run Void Mirror in every single deck. Sure, gives sure. Me a problem. Like, that is a fair thing you could do. It does abide by deck building rules. But at the same time, dead for the guy. I'm of the mind that, like, if you're in a play group and you are running one card in particular to fuck over one single player, like, there's got to be a broader card that you can slot in there that's better in other scenarios that's going to be better for your deck like i think it's kind of bad deck building at the end of the day yeah you know that's, I mean? yeah that's our point yeah like it, it's weird it's it's a weird include to put in your deck just to fuck over one person right my advice to the poster here is like put your eldrazi deck on the yeah. table <laughs> watch them unsleeve a card put the void mirror in start shuffling and then just switch your deck yeah are they gonna say oh but i put this in just for your deck it's like why'd you do that uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if we're gonna if we're gonna do illegal things that you know before we jump into a, a game like if if i can't police you on slotting that card in like i'm not gonna let you police me on swapping the deck yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my bad i thought you were still i thought I was waiting for you to be ready to shuffle before I actually chose my deck. I was still, yeah. I was still <laughs> choosing. Or give him the old face down commander, you know? I mean, at the start of this post, Mike, you were talking about like the order of like picking commanders, doing hands and things like that. I'm pretty sure in the rules somewhere, there is something that like commanders aren't revealed until yes. you're all sitting down and like ready to shuffle up and stuff like that. But a lot of people, because of the pregame discussion, they want to reveal what they're doing in good faith to try to have a balanced game. But truly, it's not in the rules. You don't need to do that. You can have a hidden commander and be like, blam, it's not the Eldrazi that you thought I was going to play. <laughs> they are revealed by the time you're mulliganing, though, just just for anyone. Yeah, yeah. Out there. <laughs> so what do we think about the salt rating here on this one? This is a high salt for me, man. This is full shaker. If one of you guys was teching in a card... Every single time I pulled out a specific like deck, I would be I would be so fucking mad. I'd be like, I would yell at you. I, I would lose my cool pretty fast. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? Well, it's a little Christmas landy, right? Like, you know, you, you know, like imaginative play on the playground where we just invent the rules as we go. Like, that's not what's happening, but yeah. kind of, right? Like, like you're just introducing, yeah. you know, like, well... Yeah. You can't play. I would say, you know, it sounds like these two guys are friends, right? Like if I was talking to the, our poster, I would probably say, it sounds like this dude is terrified of your deck. Like maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should engage him. Go, look, man, I know you don't like the deck because of Void Mirror. <laughs> it's the only reason you run it. Like, let's be real. Let me just t tell you like, hey, show him like you're a yeah. heel a little bit. Because yeah. this card is like a lockout, right? Like if he resolves it, you're locked out is what we're getting from this post. So you know, maybe you just like flesh bag Marauder my commander the minute it comes out. And at least I have to figure out my mana or something. I don't know. But like, this is a complete lockout. Like, tell him like what your deck is actually vulnerable to if this mm -hmm. guy clearly isn't intuitive enough to figure it out himself. Mm. But hasn't he figured it out? Isn't it <laughs> the Void Mirror is an Achilles hey, seal? <laughs> in, in a way that wouldn't make you want to go to yeah, Reddit and ask yeah, yeah, strangers yeah, yeah. about what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, just go to your friend and be like, this has caused me to post on the EDH subreddit about yeah. this situation. Is it telling you anything? And they made it over to this podcast. <laughs> These guys are fucking pissed at you, dude. I yeah. just don't, you don't know them, but they're pretty mad. Play this episode for your friend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. If you're the friend, we fucking hate you. So <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't a Reddit post like the precursor to a breakup? Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, often is, up. dude. Yeah, it often is our relationship advice. <laughs> Divorce. Am I the asshole? You know that's you like are. The, the last thing no, you posted not. before you broke up. Divorce. <laughs> yeah, you've already decided that someone's the asshole. Right. right. <laughs> throw away cuz reasons. Yeah, exactly. The the throw away account man oh god uh also another piece of advice yavimaya cradle of growth and fucking the herborg that makes everything mm. swamps like oh. slot those in your decks dude void mirror yep. isn't gonna matter then because you spent yep. colored mana to cast the spells or you can play like any of the couple mode lands like uh tenzin ice bridge i think there's one that comes in with like a charge counter on it taps for colorless normally but can tap for color like one time Ooh. so you can mix some of those in also and yeah. and if he slots in void mirror plays it and then it doesn't do anything he's not yeah. going to be excited about that it's not going to go in the deck at the next game oh, yeah. but that that may be that would be a last resort before the uh the talking to him about it definitely <laughs> well you guys ready for another salty story let's that was uh a good one that was a good one let's shuffle on on to the next one shall yeah. we mm -hmm. hell yeah so this next one comes to us from one of our patrons and this one comes to us from our buddy royal flood what's up flood thanks for the salt dude and this post is titled Infected with Salt. I have a theory on where this is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These titles are so confusing. It's like, what could it be about? What oh, my could God. It be? What? <laughs> the last one was really just like a TLDR. Like, we almost didn't even need to read the post. It, like, it exactly <laughs> told us what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this one goes, forgive me, Sam, for I have salted. Wow, man, kind of dunking on Tony and Mike here. Jeez. <laughs> he just guys... knows we're not going to forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I must admit, this story takes place quite a long time ago, and a lot of the details I cannot completely recall, but I can remember my salt quite well. It all started during a game night hosted by one of my close friends. I was excited to play with some guys I had not seen in quite a while, and I pull up to the house eager to sling some spells and devour some pizza. Matt... The host of the party tells me once I get inside that everybody is ready to go, and we started setting up for some commander. There's eight players, so naturally I think, oh cool, we can have two pods to fire off, and we can mix it up at some point. This is when Matt tells me, we're going to do an eight-person game. It's going to be a blast. No, thank you. <laughs> you say eight? Eight, eight people. Jesus. <laughs> and the post continues, fuck me. <laughs> agreed dear patron yeah, I, I agree I read this one beforehand I like to sometimes filter through them before we have guests on to make sure that they're good and it's it's the eight person game is like not the salty point of this story oh okay. like, right. it, like it gets worse it gets worse it I didn't guess, help them though it yeah. didn't help yeah I can't believe it would definitely not helping holy shit it's yeah <laughs> We all sit down and pull out our decks for this marathon we are about to take part in. I'm playing at the time my only commander deck I had assembled, Apatra, Vizier of Poisons. Hell yeah. Nice. I built it as an infect theme, looking to overwhelm the board with snakes and do some Triumph of the Hordes and Tainted Strike shenanigans. I can't remember the rest of the other players' decks, but honestly, it doesn't matter for the story. So get fucked, players two through eight. <laughs> <laughs> As the game begins, I partake in my rule zero conversation, explaining the game plan of my deck, 
No objections. Everyone gives a thumbs up and we're off to the races. The game drags on for fucking ever, but I am able to assemble a decent board state. Most of the group was doing the same, except for another player named Hunter. Hunter was popping off and I knew what to do. I waited probably 45 minutes for my next turn to come around. Then I began (laughs) Operation Infect. I cast Triumph of the Hordes with a bunch of snakes and grinned as I had taken out the biggest threat in this game. Well, guess I am dead. Good game, says Hunter. Wait, 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 Matt, the host chimed in. Our house rule is 20 infect. You're still alive. What? Excuse me? What? Matt then starts the spiel of how infect wasn't intended for commander. And it isn't fair. (laughs) (laughs) And it isn't fair. So his house rule is 20 infect to kill a player. I try to keep my composure as I explain, infect is fine, and there's no way I'm going to kill seven players this way. I ask, are we changing shocklands to four damage? How about fetches for two damage? (laughs) If we change one, let's just change them all. I look around to others for support, but it was not given. Not once was this house rule mentioned beforehand, but yet Matt stood his ground, and I proceed to pass the turn. The game continued to drag on for five more hours. And I was oh mentally God. I was mentally checked out for the remainder of it. Hunter proceeded to do his shenanigans and win the game, and I packed up my bag and got the fuck out of there. It was the saltiest I have ever been and probably ever will be. Just remember, everyone, to communicate your house rules up front and stay away from eight-person pods. Wise words, Royal Flood. Thank you for that one. <laughs> You're signing yourself up for so little playing magic. When mm. you sign up for an eight yeah. person game, like in Commander, you're already competing for your tiny 25% slice of the game time, right? Suddenly you're getting just 12 and a half percent. Like you're getting no time to actually like play the game. And sure, you're responding to everyone, you're, you're doing stuff throughout the whole game. But like if you're a mostly sorcery speed deck, jamming stuff out, getting permanents out, which a lot of casual decks are, oh. This is this is horrendous. There is no justification for this. They had two pots of four. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh man. A, I can't get over that. But B, then like, yeah, get fucked. If somebody house gave a house rule like that, I'm surprised you just quit then and there. I would just let that. I'm like, all right, right. see ya. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I literally could have no effect, and it's gonna take another. You know what? I'm gonna leave and come back, and it still won't be my fucking turn yet. Yeah, like, dude. You could poop like two yeah. to three times in that yeah. time. <laughs> I was going to say, people could just take their normal turns and you'd, you'd have a time to take Digest it. everything <laughs> and shit it out. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with this one. So we got the A-player game. We got the house rule that's not mentioned up front. It is mentioned in the heat of the moment with a player's life on the line. That's the thing that bugs me. Like, I get it. Some people dig house rules. Commander's a casual format, blah, 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 blah. You can do what you want. But to not say that up front and to say it when someone is like, sick, I'm dead. Off a triumph. So they obviously don't know the fucking house rule either. Yeah. You just blew your wad to take somebody out. And then Matt comes in and is like, nah, nah, nah. We actually, we do it a little different around here. That's just fucking crazy, man. This is the kind of spot where if there's a house rule like this, you've got to wind it back. At least. Yes. Because they're expecting to kill someone. Mm-hmm. That's like the the minimum that you could do to kind of write the situation of people not knowing it in advance. That's a good call. Still sucks, but. They said they had a pregame convo and he told them it was infect. Yes. Would that yes. have been 
a good time to tell everybody that we're going on 20 poison for this game. And then he would have just sandbagged a little longer and gotten his 20 on this guy, I think is how that would have played out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Andy. I don't think the rule zero conversation where you're supposed to, you know, talk about pregame stuff and rule zero where where you specifically bend the rules. I don't know if that's really the right spot for that. <laughs> yeah, I think in the heat of battle, that is the appropriate time at which to uh, yeah. drop that little bomb. It's almost like they planned it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, so they only have one house rule. So it's that's actually for the rule one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Man, the, that infect argument, I feel like people have been beating that drum for way too long. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll catch a comment on, you know, the EDH subreddit or something like that, where someone's like, no, it should be 20. Like, it's so broken that it's 10. It's so fair, dude. I think I think I can count the number of games I've lost to Poisoning Commander on one hand. It's such a sophomore, like, argument. Yeah. Like, you clearly understand the game enough to make the argument, but you're like, you haven't been playing long enough and being in games where, in fact, if it doesn't get to 10, it does nothing. It hasn't done anything to the game. Yeah. If we're talking just straight in fact. Like, I think they tried to correct that a little with Toxic, where it's like, well, their life total goes down too, so... Yeah, if, yeah. If, if the vector of infection gets removed from the game, i.e. the player that's responsible for it, at least the game is still advancing the way the direction it for everybody else, you know? Yeah. I think you're right. Like I think people kind of think they're smart. It should be like 20. My life total is double. Come on. It's just not right. a there's just not a like collection of cards that bestow poison counters to really justify that doubling. The, the collective effort of yeah. the table can deal with infect. Right. And then when it does we've done nothing as far as life totals yeah. go. That's my yeah. whole thing about like why I think it's fine at 10. Yeah, totally. You know, I've literally won my first games with poisoning somebody out like in the last two months. Right. Like I, as long as I've played this game, I only recently have I ever won with those. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. I think it's yeah. pretty rare. I haven't seen like multiple people die from it is what it is. Like one person. Right, sure. One I've seen guy. one sure. person get nuked mm-hmm. a bunch, but like, actually taking the whole table out and like that's the whole point right like that's why it's 10 because it's yeah. like well, yeah that's the thing in a four-player game the poison level to win is 30 right yeah. like it's 10 yeah. for each opponent in your fucking crazy yeah. eight-player game it was 70 yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's nuts yeah. like what needs to deal 70 poison to the table to win like it's yeah. fucking crazy man well at matt's table it's it's a lot more <laughs> <laughs> true I, I think the point of like, well, do we adjust shocks? Do we adjust fetches? Like, that's a that's really good, good point. Because there's like, good. yeah, there's two levels to it. It's like, one, you can argue that Infect is finely balanced in the four player format anyway, because of what you just said, Sam, right? Well, like, you actually do still need to do 30 damage or 30 Infect in order to clear a table, mm-hmm. uh, not just the 10. But there's also the element of like, Commander in some ways is like founded on the principle that there are going to be cards that are poorly designed for a four player experience that mm-hmm. are in the format. Like there's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And so like, yeah, the, the one life on a fetch land, the two life on a shock land, those are perfect examples of things that matter much less in the format because they're not designed around it. So like even the basis of the argument is pretty weak. Yeah, it's just Agreed. So fucking maybe bullshit. you guys know better than I do, but how is infect received outside of commander? Do they think it's too fast or do they think it's, where what is people's beat on that like it's always about what the shell of the deck is from what i've seen so like uh-huh. 
I've seen poison get a bunch of hate in standard. There was like a Demir poison deck. That yeah. Literally would just use an instant that would put a poison counter on someone and then just proliferate from there. And okay. that was like super uninteractive. You couldn't really do anything. People were upset about it. And then there were a couple things where it's like a green, hasty, you know, infect questing beast style thing, basically. Yeah. Uh, and people were like, oh, this is fast. I'm getting hit by this quickly. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the strategy of infect being the win con that people get upset about. It's like, oh, the deck is just doing well. And people always hate whatever the meta deck is or whatever the yeah. strong decks are. So I feel like it's it's not uh, mechanically as crucified as it is for commander yeah because it it was in standard when we first played new phyrexia was the mm -hmm. first rotation oh so yeah it was man. There, there there was a minute lightsteel baby right where from new phyrexia and innistrad were the, the same meta the same rotation and i think by then in fact right when did you run into infect deck like never yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, none of us got into it, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. It just even then when it was the first time anyone had seen it and Giant's Growth and all these like pump spells and mm -hmm. it really wasn't a problem. It was Delver Secrets that was crazy. <laughs> like right. that was the one that was yeah. tearing every and and right. yeah, Grave Crawler and Geralt's Messenger. The, thing with yeah. yeah, like Thrag that was Tusk, like dude. oh god, you almost wanted Infect with Ragtus. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to argue that it, it feels like it's right actually for commander now yeah when i'm thinking about my experience with it like it feels better because <laughs> you have three people that can deal with it you know yeah they can worry hey guys we don't want to you got seven you know or you got, <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you oh, got God. seven I just, can you imagine like everybody not drawing extra cards but there's a whole hand worth of cards every rotation Oh yeah, dude. Just a whole hand. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Can you imagine playing a, a fucking Tivit deck into that eight-person pod though? Ooh. Ooh let's votes. vote everybody. What are we gonna get? <laughs> Treasures or oh, clues? No. Come on. <laughs> and then you get some smart ass that's like electioneering like crazy. Yeah. Now's my chance, guys. Yeah. Listen, this is what's gonna happen. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I will say, uh, like pre-recently, Bant Poison or Bant Toxic, people are calling it has become like pretty prominent and standard right now. And and mm. those toxic cards have been around. I mean, I don't know. Magic sets come out so fucking fast and furious. Yeah, what has no it been? Kidding. Two weeks, three weeks we've had toxic as a mechanic. <laughs> uh, Unironically, I think like four months. Yeah. Right? Wasn't it March of the Machine? <laughs> yeah, it was March of the Machine. Yeah. But only just now is that really picking up as a deck. So like to your point, Andy, poison isn't this broken mechanic in other formats. And honestly, I think you could make an argument that it is the most balanced in Commander because it's an eternal format. You have so many cards available to you to try to break poison. And even then, like very few games are ending with everybody getting knocked out with poison. I think yeah. it's truly what you were talking about earlier, Tony. It's truly the salt that you get where one person gets knocked out super, super fast. And then the poison player can't knock out the other two people and they die. And now you are both just sitting out watching two other people play. That's the most common story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, thanks for knocking me out with your stupid fucking poison shit, dude. <laughs> but people make the same complaint about Voltron, you know? Yeah. It's that or the salt of not being told a house rule. <laughs> it's just well, being, yeah, like, specifically. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty infuriating. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> what do we think about the salt rating here on this one with that in mind? Hi. It's like two salt shakers that I just opened up and dumped into my eyes, man. 
<laughs> I don't ever want to fucking play at this table. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Matt's house. I don't want to play with eight people. I want none of this. <laughs> you don't want none of this. Yeah. I don't want to know what's going on with Matt and Hunter. I don't care. I'm yeah. Leaving. Yeah. I yeah. yeah that's that's when you're like, let's find out live what it's like when somebody flips a table over. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And seven decks. Right. <laughs> I do want to know the story between uh, Matt and Hunter, though. I think you hinted yeah. at that, Andy. Yeah. I think there's some some romance going on there. And he's like, "Oh, actually, you're still in, Hunter. There's a there's a rule that I just and if came that's up the with. case, and this is kind of cute. Yeah, yeah it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the Cartman. Cute. Like, well, my character can go in Jizbo. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, hey, I have other powers, you guys. <laughs> or you're in a D and D campaign, and the DM's best friend is there, and they keep getting all the special magic items, and you're like. <laughs> Can I get something? Can I get anything over here? <laughs> yeah, here's another this purple mimic. knobbly dildo for you. <laughs> Roll six to get it. <laughs> All the better to go fuck yourself with. <laughs> if you haven't gotten the hint yet. <laughs> I love you, Hunter. <laughs> oh, man. Well, salty though, dude. I would go nuts at that table. <laughs> Holy shit. Have you guys ever played in a game that big or long? I don't know if you guys have ever played uh, Kingdoms, like where you set up roles mm-hmm. for people. Have. We've done the seven player Kingdoms, but with those roles, you at least can. Like, but it's only about one person's life total, really. In yeah, you can shorten the game yeah. that way. I think we've done seven player games, but it's been a long time. Oh, we don't do them. Yeah. I hate Kingdoms, but uh, <laughs> I also hate Kingdoms, dude. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> But like we try our situation every time we've done large games, it was by accident. Yeah. You know, when we get together, we call it church where there's four <laughs> of us. And if we have eight people, we call it mega church. But if somebody falls out, <laughs> like, if somebody falls out worth like the worst number, which is, is seven. And, and I tell everyone, if anyone drops, I have to kick three people. We're not doing a seven player commander. (laughs) And they get it. They're totally respectful. They're like, that's way better for my weekend than me coming over to your place with seven people playing commander. Yeah. So it, we haven't done games like that. Like to Tony's point, it's like you had a really good opportunity to have one hell of a a night actually, because you can shake it up, right? Like I'm sick of playing. I'm sick of playing with Hunter. I I don't want to be at this table anymore or, (laughs) I really want to be with Hunter. I want to go over the table. You know, like, you can shake it up. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to play at a not house rules table. Uh, do one house rules table, one not house rules table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Want to bring Love us that. home with one more, Sam? Oh, one more. Let's do it. You know what, guys? Here's a crazy idea. Let's do a third salty story. It's fucking wild, yeah. you know? Let's really shake it up. We've never done that before. We've never, ever done something like this. Uh, this is a website submission on our lovely website, thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com. We're inconsistent with the the, so we just got them both. Uh, where you can submit salty stories of your own, folks. Person who's listening right now, I'm talking to you. And this one comes to us from our buddy, Evan. Thanks, Evan. And this post is titled, The Least Surprising Salt is the Funniest. And it goes, hey, all love the podcast, especially while taking the train to college every morning. This is a bit long and all the scryfall links are at the bottom. Well, thanks. for Nice. That. What a chance. That My story begins on spell table like so many do. Oh, I had well. played. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I had played one game with a player named the Gobfather who was playing original Krenko. 
spread him some goodwill too. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Godfather. Get it, dude. <laughs> the host of that game was knocked out first and left, so the game never truly came to an end. I joined another lobby named Six to Seven Casual, and so does Mr. Father. The other two players were different. I was playing Roalesque Clones, the Salt Lord was on some Doctor Who garbage, and player four <laughs> was playing five-colored Joda Transformers. As soon as Joda and Krenko were announced to the Salt Lord, he began bitching about who plays Krenko as a six to seven? Who plays Joda as a six to seven? <laughs> I argued in favor of Krenko, saying that I had just played against it and it wasn't the most powerful Krenko build. The Salt Lord wasn't happy, but we all started playing. It was some time into the game, and the Salt Lord was getting attacked by my 7-6 Malcolm, alluring scoundrel. He responds by activating a buffed Strax Santaran Nurse. I don't even know what that fucking card I have is. No yeah, idea what, what the hell? Is. Did they just <laughs> make the that up? Trifle okay. links are at the bottom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> links are at the bottom. Yeah, thank dude. you. <laughs> uh, I have to look this up. We have to. Oh, this is some Doctor Who bullshit, dude. I'm just going to read this real fast. Yes. Just so we have the context. Strax Santaran Nurse costs three, a red, and a green. It's a legendary creature, Alien Cleric. It's a 5 5 with Vigilance and Trample. It has two abilities. The first one is Grenades. It's an activated ability. Pay two and tap, sack an artifact, choose a player at random. When you do, Strax fights another target creature that player controls. Okay, so you got a fight <laughs> ability. And then Glory of Battle. When Strax deals damage to a creature, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Interesting. It's actually kind of right. cool design. Too bad the card is weird. Yeah, too bad it's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> too bad it's a weird alien cleric nurse creature. Um, anywho, continuing on. He responds by activating a buffed Strax Sunterra nurse. And with the trigger on the stack, the fight trigger, as we've now learned, yep. I pongify it. He says, but Strax is already fighting your flyer. And I respond with, well, the trigger is on the stack. But Strax isn't there to where at this point he slams his hand on the table and says, whatever, bro, just play however you want to. We know you're dying first. Whoa. <laughs> this, <What? laughs> this got a rise from the rest of the group. I said, okay, whatever you say, off the Malcolm trigger, I'm playing Kogla, Titan Ape, targeting your commander. In the most piss baby attitude, he says, oh, you think this deck needs my commander to win? You're sorely mistaken. Because <laughs> <laughs> he pushes up his free. anime flash glasses. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pushes it up with the middle finger that you got to do if you're a cool anime character. Yep. yep. <laughs> a bit more banter happens where I was now intentionally trying to push his buttons. He then says, if you keep running your mouth, I'm going to rip your IP address and kick you from the lobby. Whoa! <laughs> what is this Halo Three? Gonna... <laughs> what did you do to sniper mom? assassin McLovin <laughs> me, dude? <laughs> I was now practically cackling with laughter of the salt from this man. The Krenko player then drops a coat of arms with like twenty goblins on the field. Oh. Seeing this, the Salt Lord immediately left the lobby. In conclusion. Kill the Salt Lord first if you want to laugh, and kill the Krenko player first if you want to win. Keep up the fantastic content. Thanks, Evan. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so good, dude. <laughs> oh my god. I love when like someone shit talks just a little bit too much. 
like you have made yourself the target, you know, like you're acting super tough and you're like, I'm going to fucking knock you out of this game. And it's like, yeah, I think the rest of us are going to knock you out because you're unpleasant. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna cure ourselves. Oh man, I'm just trying to think if I've been in a like <laughs> game <laughs> like this, like this at all. Yeah, and I just don't think I have. I don't play on spell table, man. Yeah, with strangers, like yeah. that's that's a thing. Like oh, in the wilds. Yeah, like you guys were talking about how you play in a a very trusted pod. You know, you know the people that you're playing with, and there's there's that then there's the next tier of like maybe meeting some people at a convention or a local store like a store at least you'll probably see them a couple times if you go back spell table is truly the wild wild west you have no idea who you're gonna find and a lot of people on spell table are awesome and you'll have a great game and some of the people on spell table are playing on spell table because they don't have anywhere else to play (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you definitely encounter that truer words were never spoken <laughs> can we go back to like how this whole journey started in that story though that the host of the game just checked out like, <laughs> yeah, of the original <laughs> lobby they had to go find another game because that person's like well i'm out fuck you guys see ya yeah is <laughs> that is that what happens like i've literally never had Again, I only play with friends over spell table. If someone just drops who's hosting, does the whole thing just collapse into itself? Like you lose it all? I guess. Like that's what that sounded like in that story. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay. First of all, this person just like, screw the rest of your game. I'm out. Like roll to see who won between you guys. Like (laughs) that's fucking lame. I, I do love that that's like a bonding moment for Evan and the Gobfather where they're like, yeah. hey, man, we both made it through. Like, let's roll on to the next pod. The vibes were good, <laughs> yeah. at least with us. Like, let's, yeah. let's keep it going, you know? <laughs> that's so that. wild. I'm going to rip your IP address and, <laughs> and kick you from the lobby, dude. I'll have you know I graduated at the top of my class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's some copy pasta shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the person on like that's commenting on anything that says, "Well, I'm a chemist. Well, I'm a like yeah, yeah. insert expertise on this subject matter." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be oh, like, no. bro, you don't even you don't even get Rick and Morty. You know? <laughs> yeah. commander. Yeah. You're not that deep. <laughs> you actually have to have a very high IQ to understand. <laughs> yeah. You don't even get Rick and Morty. Fucking die. <laughs> he's a pickle i love that story i love that story so good it's like you can't even spell ip address dude like like fucking chill (laughs) you don't know the first two letters of ip address (laughs) (laughs) so basically playing on spell table is like the the penalty queue in dota or something like you just (laughs) you're really you're in you're in for it with something like that yeah it's like you said it's like halo three lobbies man it's like the wild yeah. west of the internet <laughs> it's hit or miss though because you're already out there looking like have you randoed in with people i have Spelltown? i've randoed okay, in okay. With, so like, you have people... experience not often but i've done it <laughs> i i've mostly done it with cdh but i think i've done it with like a couple casual games here or there and has anyone bugged out? Yeah, like this? people, people <laughs> are definitely weird. People, because it's it's so tough because you're already playing over webcam and like some of the stuff, like the game states, if they get complicated at all, are really challenging to like approach when you don't have everybody on the same page. Oh yeah, especially if you get those people that just like their their ta- table oh, yeah. is just like 
just a oh, dropped exactly. pile of cards. Like, I hate where that. are your yeah. lands? Yeah. Where are your mana rocks? Like, yeah. I, black sleeves on a black playmat in a dark right. room, and you're just like, what is that? <laughs> and fifty percent of their view is keyboard, and the other fifty percent of their view is glare. And you're like, I don't know what this yeah, is. And they they found right. a webcam from like 2002 to use. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, you should feel attacked. Yeah, you should. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we will buy you a new webcam, please. It's, no, no, no. I have a better webcam than all of you. I just have. Oh, rash lighting. I will buy you lights, please. <laughs> please, bro. It's only the middle. It's just the middle that's the problem. That's only where you play every card. That... All right, we're getting down a, a fucking rabbit hole here. I could yell at Tony off the podcast. <laughs> and I will. Um, but yeah, like for every for every gobfather out there that you find who's like awesome, there's also, you know, a salt lard playing Strax, some Terran nurse, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> What is Strax? That you just made that card yeah, up. That's not even a real card, dude. Like that's some rule zero shit. <laughs> it does not look like a real card either. It dude. truly that's does the, not. That is the issue with some of these Doctor Who cards. Is they look like a solid custom card. <laughs> yeah. Man, this really does bring me back though to just like classic Halo Two. Like I think it was Halo Two when I first got Xbox Live and was really introduced to like how salty and shitty people can be on the internet like i knew because me and my friends would get super salty and you know say whack shit to each other when we were just playing halo one and then you you sprinkle mm -hmm. in the internet and voice chat and oh oh man that, that lobby after oh, lockout man prepare it, it's just brutal Prepare it's, yourself. I'm like, how do all these people know my mom? It's crazy. He <laughs> <laughs> gets around like, wow, too. Man. Wow, really? You number two? This is fucking wild, man. <laughs> and the last game said he did something to her last night too. <laughs> yeah, it's been all a busy been night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so ridiculous, dude. But also, I do love that you're able to like. Like when someone goes off like this, that you're able to deliver them the perfect comeuppance. It's just like, oh, dude. When Cranko yeah. swung with those 20 goblins, everybody was winning at the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was cheering. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we think about the salt rating on this one? I'm low on it. It's because I feel like it worked out in the end. Yeah. You know? yeah. The table yeah. did the right thing. They assembled. Yeah, we all worked they, like, it out. They understood. Right. Yeah. 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 It worked out. Yeah. No advice. <laughs> it feels good to me too it's very like this had the ending it was supposed to have you know <laughs> yeah. his ip address wasn't stolen he wasn't booted <laughs> from the room did the guy even make it to combat or did he leave when he just resolved the the i don't the even coat. think it resolved i think it was cast coat. Coat. Yeah, yeah that's funny yeah it, it just said <laughs> he like knew drops a coat of arms seeing this the salt lord immediately left yeah Dude. <laughs> That's like the best spell. Powerful cast trigger. Yeah, Code of Arms says, also target player loses the game. It's like, wow, that's fucking good. I want that in my deck, man. Uh, I love that. I, I want this game to end in like a, like a Breakfast Club-esque ending where it's like, you know, don't you forget about me. And it's like, and in the end, his IP address wasn't stolen. <laughs> and he did, in fact, need his commander to win. Yeah. <laughs> and don't you forget. And that's a funny flex to have, too, man. To be like, I don't even fucking need the commander to win. Like, okay. 
I mean, I'd love that. It was like deepening his story. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> something an anime villain would say. Yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> like after they get their arm cut off, they're like, I'm not even left handed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> is it uh, is it that time of the week? Ooh. Sure hope it's that time of the week. Tony, <laughs> let me check. Oh, man. I think it is that time of the week. Ooh, hell yeah. Is it the time of the week where we have our bit, but like the guests don't know about the bit, but then we like do the bit? It is. But maybe we it, warn them nice. about the bit. It <laughs> is that time of the week where we do this deep, deep bit. It's the time oh, of the yeah. week that comes. <laughs> it's the time of the week that comes every week. Every fucking week, baby. <laughs> it's the time of the week where we say, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week this week is... I don't practice salteria. I won't cast no winter orb. I don't cast Armageddon, and I won't ask you to pay the four. <laughs> it's a quick one this week, folks. That was good. <laughs> I like that. Wow. <laughs> Applause. Very well done. <laughs> it's short, sweet, and to the salt this week, baby. Hell that yeah. is uh, Santeria by Sublime and requested by our patron, Cream Bean. Thank you, Cream. That's one of the songs that I know the song, but I had literally no idea what the title was, like who sings <laughs> it, like, but I know that song. Like, Dude, uh, when I was in, quick quick aside about Santeria by Sublime, when I was in uh, high school, um, you know, I was I was like a bit of a, I don't know, I was, it was late in high school, I was a little bit of a shit, and me and my friends had skipped school and uh, smoked a bunch of pot and were playing with Legos, as you do, <laughs> in my friend's basement, and we had played rock band beforehand and Santeria is on rock band and we had stopped and like abandoned the rock band to just really get into some deep Legos you know <laughs> and we left it on Santeria so like when you're in the menu of rock band it it's just, just yeah. <laughs> playing like a, like a oh 20 second segment of Santeria over and over and over again <laughs> and like the little guitar riff after the first chorus is like burned into my brain note for note and like now when it comes on i'm like activated like the manchurian candidate again it's like <laughs> it, it, it just scratches some deep part of my brain where that that riff was just completely burned you just start stacking any blocks you find around you all items must be attached assembling little spaceships with legos i'm like oh my god <laughs> i have to kill the president interesting <laughs> Anyways, Mike, what Shut is the, the salty up. card? <laughs> well, thanks, Sam. That was a lovely salty song. Oh, thank the you. salty card of the week this week is Winota, Joiner of Forces. Ooh. She is two, a red, and a white for a legendary creature, human warrior from Ikoria. Whenever a non-human creature you control attacks, look at the top six cards of your library. You may put a human creature from among them onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Put the rest of the cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. And it's a 4-4. Four, four. Is there flavor text? There's no flavor text. Wow. So too much, not enough not room. room. She does yeah, too, too much. much text, too much text. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, Annie, Kyle, how do you guys feel about this? We've had one uh, rampage through our through our group. <laughs> it's a very powerful trigger. If it's allowed to set itself up, there's a lot of bullshit that comes off of that library for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, we were talking shit on that first story, but like I started putting Night of Souls Betrayal in uh, like a lot of my black decks just to lock that thing out. Night yeah. of Souls Betrayal, what is that? It's just creatures are negative one, negative one. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. <laughs> so like all the that's goblins don't survive. Nothing, nothing. You've got none no, of the tokens. You've got no tokens to the do The tokens your work. just can't, they can't be. <laughs> They just but, can't be. But that's doing it the right way because that's that's hating unanimously on all tokens, yeah, strategies, exactly. right? Yeah, because yep. we had an Alenda too. So like yeah. Alenda oh, had yeah. to solve it before she even got resolved. And right. then uh you had was it Tana, the one that was pumping out mm, yeah. Sappies. Yeah. So it was yeah. I remember we were played against actually one of we had one it was a spell table game and we were playing with one of our Patreon patrons and he's like, What is this doing for you? And it was my Glissa the trader list. I'm like, yeah, I mean, she's a two, two death touch for a strike. Like it doesn't, her size is not material to what I'm trying to do with like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was, it was really Winota. It was like my moment. And yeah, my brother played it and the, he was like, you remember that, that part in like the movie 300 where the dude has his like arms chained together and he's like begging the dudes around him to like cut the chains. And as soon as he does, he goes like on this killing spree through all, all the Spartans. <laughs> yes. That was that. Like my brother was like, if somebody removes that enchantment, I will make Andy go away. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody removed it and he just unloaded on it. He was like, he had, he had sculpted the perfect hand to just make it happen in like one turn. So <laughs> one notice one hell of a commander. Oh, love opinion. that dude. <laughs> I don't know how salty I get about it, but that God, that, that it's, commander has definitely loosened up my ass for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we know from the start of the episode. It was very right. tight. Yeah, it, it was, was, very was tight, so. until Winota. <laughs> Maybe needed a Winota to hang out. <laughs> Winota anal dilation services. <laughs> Who needs poppers when you got Winota? Yeah. <laughs> I will say that oh, I, I do struggle with commanders that operate so quickly that like it's it's difficult to have any kind of game plan mm-hmm. like that is a little bit depressing like it feel, yeah you just need to be able feel to a little it, right? bit of salt when it's just like okay i'm playing a deck that like i i'm gonna cast a ramp spell before you kill me <laughs> like, yeah right like, yeah it's a bummer when you are matched poorly against a deck like winota Mm-hmm. Tony, how do you feel? You know, this is one of those cards that, like, on paper, you just kind of hear, oh, it does all these things. Like, it can't be that salty. Like, it's like kind of whatever. But then, if you've ever had the displeasure of playing against it, that's when you, like, know the salt. Like, if, and not everybody has one of these in their pot. Like, there's one time it was when Sam was playing it in CDH. I played it twice uh, and it was a bunch of bullshit. And I, and I was games. like, Jesus. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound that bad when you're reading it. But then when you see it happen and you're like, oh, you swung with three things and now there's six things and I'm actually completely stacked out of the board and like can't do anything in in the singular attack you did. Like Mm -hmm. the one time I was like, oh, let it do the thing. Like everyone likes to let people do the thing or at least I like to. Yeah, I don't. Fuck blue players. But like, (laughs) you know, I like to see the thing. But then when you see it with Winota, you're like, oh, I don't. Can I unsee it? Like, I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. And so it's very like. It's experienced salt. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, just reading it makes me salty. Like, there's blue cards that are just reading it. I'm like, fuck blue, you know? But, like, this is, like, very... <laughs> I need to have experienced it. And and as I have, it is, it is salt-inducing. Yeah. I think your point about, like, I want to let people do the thing. I want them to get, like, one round of triggers out, maybe. And that 
that is too late usually yeah, then because often like the humans that are coming down are humans that make more non-humans so then you're triggering winona more in the future and yeah. uh you're yeah. just like stacking things up and some things will come down since you don't have a chance there's no chance to interact once you say okay that trigger is good to go do the dig like look at those top six there's no chance after that's happened to deal with anything once the the creature has come down so if they get like a grand abolisher or something like then you can't answer right there yeah just off the flip and then you don't get to deal with any of the rest of the bullshit that's going on that turn so totally tony yeah how about you sam how do you feel about this one you guys all said it very well it snowballs out of fucking control so fast it's one of those decks that i've really only played against in cdh for the most part uh, played it in CDH for a bit. It's very oppressive in CDH, but it's also like at this point, I think people have figured out that you can just like blast Winota and just try to stop them as soon as possible. And then the deck is literally dead and isn't going to do anything for the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, so much to the point that like the deck is still really good, but nobody really plays it anymore. I think the thing that makes me the saltiest about Winota, and it doesn't get me too salty, but casual Winota decks. There is like such a high floor because you don't really have to build it well at all. It just has to have some humans, some non-humans, and you're going to get value just purely by casting Winota and playing the game and going to combat. And I think like it does this thing where you sit down and you're like, oh, I got a seven, I got a seven, I got a seven, whatever. You do your pregame conversation and someone's like, oh, I got a casual Winota list. Like it's going to snowball just as hard as a CDH list, if not harder, because instead of stacks pieces coming out, it's like, you know, just these absolutely gross humans dropping down and just crushing the board. So it's kind of, to me, it's kind of like Eureka or, you know, like almost like Corvold in casual pods too, where I'm like, can we just keep that out and like not really play it? Cause I don't, I have yet to face a casual Winota list that I ended the game and I was like, yeah, that was fair. You know what I mean? Like, mm. That's the guy who tries to play Eureka in casual. <laughs> hey, <laughs> did I say Eureka? Sam, edit that out. Edit that out, dude. <laughs> bullshit right now. <laughs> I don't play it anymore, man. You guys fucking complain too much about yeah, it. Yeah, that was the only way to get rid of it. How, do, how does this make you feel, Mike? Actually, the saltiest this card has made me feel is not in Commander. It's in uh, Timeless. If you start adding other colors to Winota uh in terms of what humans oh. you have available to you things get really dumb because agent of treachery exists. yeah agent of treachery <laughs> uh and so you're winota triggering into an agent of treachery in a one-on-one format so like turn three you're you're giving them one of your lands and you're like oh okay i guess i'm <laughs> gonna be locked out of this game Woof. so yeah so the, i've seen some really awful things with this card outside of commander and I have seen people try and do casual commanders with this. And just like Sam was saying, like it never really feels like it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that combined with kind of like the the trickiness of the the trigger can be frustrating. All that said, I don't think this card makes me like salty kind of on a whole because I I actually really like that it's added a level of like diversity to what people can bring to CDH. I think that's neat to have like a Boros Beats strategy be able to hang to some mm-hmm. extent. Yeah. Um, it just like the play pattern of it is kind of frustrating to deal with, but it, it needs to be in order to like hang in some of those other situations where people are just like demonic consultation thoracling, you know? 
Yep. So, well, Mike, where does this fall in the top 300 salty cards on EDH rec? Excellent question. I would love to hear everybody's guesses. And we haven't gotten to do this with guests yet, the the actual writing it down. So now we've got a <laughs> lot of a lot of guesses. It's good. All right. I'm gonna text Kyle my number. I just put mine in my calculator. I'm texting okay. it to you. Just, just open up the text. <laughs> I, I have mine ready. I've written it on an infinito. All right. What have we got? Read them all out for me. 63. 114. Ooh, I went low. I went 227. Ooh. Well, two, I went right. I'm, I'm at 150. Funny enough, Andy hits it right on the head. Seriously? <laughs> no way. Damn. That's stupid. Fuck. That's amazing. Is that wow. the first time that's ever happened that we actually guessed yes, the exact that is the first. It's the last time it's going to fucking happen, Damn. too. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it, yeah. may be. it may be. I think I think Tony has to step down now, and Andy, you're on the show. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Love you, Tony. <laughs> wow, right on it. Damn. So, yeah, so, so now no longer can people try to aim for the guess of right in the middle. Uh, so yeah, that's, we know. that's ruled out. You know it's not that. Yeah, and we, we can also always evaluate things as, are they saltier than what you're <laughs> <or> less, <laughs> or less saltier than what <laughs> kind of feels like the right 150, right? The very it kind of does. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Wow, 150. That, uh, that wraps it up for the Salty Card of the Week. Thanks for playing. Well, thanks, Mike. That was a lovely Salty Card of the Week. And thank you to our two lovely guests, Andy and Kyle, for joining us in the Salt Mine today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> he says with really shock. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We tricked you. You thought it was going to be a bad time, but we got you. It was yeah, we, oh, we confused people with that little like bit about the test being hard. And yeah, like, oh, I hate tests. <laughs> <laughs> so if people are looking for more of that Legendary Creatures podcast juice, where do they find that? I hope you can find us anywhere you could find the Howling Salt Mine. That means our RSS feeds are working correctly. So, <laughs> say Kansas City Salt Mine. <laughs> that that trip sounds charming, actually. Dear dear Howling Salt Mine patron, would you please let these guys take a nice trip to the salt mine in where is it? Kansas City. Kansas City. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you guys are everywhere. Podcasts can be found. Yes. Yeah. And how often do you guys release new episodes? I know you, you mentioned earlier that you have a somewhat erratic schedule. We try to do them once a week. Um, the way our kind of patronage is set up is that like four months is like what we try to do because we only bill by creation. So Ooh. that kind of gives us the flexibility to be like, yeah, you're not going to get billed if we don't make an episode. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, that's how we do it. But nice. we're supposed to be weekly. <laughs> we're supposed nice. to be. We, li we like to say that we're more approximate. Yeah, we're approximately nice. weekly. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will just shout out your podcast because I really love it. I listen to it a lot. I think my favorite most recent episode was the the one about like PR, like your commander's public relations and how to change that. Because oh, that's something that we encounter a lot in our pod where like Tony has these where everyone hates the my decks. <laughs> yeah, because yes. the first time Tony plays his so deck, hateable. it does something crazy. And then we're all like, fuck that deck forever. And then the next time he plays it, it's bad. <laughs> And, mm. But it's That's even worse because we're removing all of this shit. 
No, Tony, it's every deck. It's every they're all bad. Uh, no, I agree with you, Tony. They're all bad. Yeah, you're um, trash. I hate you. <laughs> but that's a really fantastic episode. You guys also do set reviews and you do them in a really interesting way where you have like your patrons review specific cards and kind of like submit those to you guys and then you assess their review and talk about it, which I think is really cool. It 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 kind of takes the set review format, which so many people are doing and adds like a little twist to it where you kind of get like more community input on it a little flair yeah it's a good way for us to have people pay us to do work for us (laughs) (laughs) also also we don't have to be experts about 30 new oh yeah we can't keep up anymore (laughs) was it lord of the rings i was like this is I tuned it out and I was like, I'll let them handle it and I'll just listen to what they have to say. Yeah. There was like 170 legends or something, right? It was like, a lot. Yeah. Man. So every other card was a legend, it felt like. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like we just can't do it. Um so is that yeah. why you didn't know who Strax Sunterum nurse was? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so so we actually like do votes for content and we asked, like, do you guys want to do doctor who and it was like a huge it was like the most overwhelmingly pitched vote usually they're pretty close yeah just they were like no like most <laughs> nobody it's so good and then we I offer alternatives so we did the same thing for lord of the rings we're like hey do you guys want us to do lord of the rings and they were like well no but then somebody like electioneered and we ended up doing a lore episode so we brought somebody in who's like a lore freak with with lord of the rings and it's just only the lore of the show oh, or the, the book rather but we asked for Doctor Who. Do you want? Do you want to do lore? I got no. <laughs> Don't do Doctor so it's Who. Just, it's just this gap in our content. There's like nothing there. Yeah. Oh, I I think that's a gap that a lot of people have. Sorry, Whovians. Yeah. I, I just don't think that set was very popular. Yeah, it's just not but. for us. But well, thanks again for joining us, guys. We really do appreciate it. Um, and thank you to the Salt Packet Plus tier Patreon members. You know, we got to shout them out at the end of every episode. And this week we have Rothbox, Bathroom Entity, Bobo Fett, Chameleon, Clearbrook, Captain Cross, Firehawk Ash, Ebes, Joe Danson, and Vok. Got them all. Whoop-a. Thanks for the support, y'all. And thanks, I of course. <laughs> Hell yeah. And thanks, of course, to all of the prospectors out there for tuning in every single week to the Howling Salt Mine. If you're looking for more Howling Salt Mine in your life, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Howling Salt Mine. We have our extra salt show that we're doing once a month. We have our stray grain show, which is our short form show. It's all the little segments that don't make the final cut in our full episodes, make it onto the Patreon. So if you've made it through the backlog, you've listened to everything and you're dying for more, jump in. We've got a thriving Discord community. We're doing monthly Patreon games. It is a good time, so check it out. Another way you can support the show is to send us your salty stories. I mentioned the website earlier in the episode, but once again, that is thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com. Send them to us there, or you can shoot them over to our Gmail, which is thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com. Another way you can support the show is to buy some merch, which we have new fucking play mats, baby. Check out jankmats.com and you will find our Howling Salt Mine branded play mats. We got our logo design up there right now and there's going to be more. You know we're going to be converting some of those t-shirt designs into swaggy I don't know why I said that. Into cool play mats. <laughs> into swaggy, swaggy mats. <laughs> Sometimes Swag- I get into like into the swamp ass mats. Into like, I'm oh. like, where were you going with that? I don't know. Do you think that's what swag means? Swamp ass? No, you were you were you were <laughs> trying to go somewhere. I couldn't tell where. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't know where I was going. So, <laughs> so it could Sometimes... have been there. Stop yelling at me. Continue <laughs> this. I fall into that like 
business spiel and uh, man my, my mind just does its own you know thing. the swaggy business that you're getting up to all the time <laughs> <laughs> all right it's hot in the room i am a little sweaty okay it's hot in my recording room you got me all right uh but check out our play mats you can also check out our t-shirt designs on bonfire and we know we hear you guys we're gonna get the dragon shield sleeves back in the store chill it's coming hold off we'll talk about it a lot when it happens Another way you can support the show is to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app of choice, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you. It helps us stick out in the algorithm. And you know what? While you're there, fucking listen to an episode of Legendary Creatures Podcast and give them a five-star review. Why not? Spread the love. You know the drill. Spread that goodwill. We do say that a lot, so you might as well do it. And lastly, we shout them out every episode. J.D. Burnett for giving us our beautiful podcast art that we rock every week. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo. He's a really cool guy. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Indeed. Andy, Kyle, thanks again for hanging out with us in the Salt Mine, guys. This has been a fantastic time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks Thanks for having us on. You guys are... uh... Amazing. This was a, a really good trip. <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed myself immensely. <laughs> oh, thanks, dude. We appreciate that. Well, thanks again, everybody. And as always, stay salty and don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the Howling I need some advice about my Mirab list. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like we've all seen it. Like we know what it is. You got (laughs) dragons in it, dude. Try to choose the right dragons for my. (laughs) 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 You got it. Great work. (laughs) Oh God, dude. You can swear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can swear. Can swear. (laughs) Oh, good. We actually recently learned that I can't swear, so I really can't go on PG. No, we learned yeah. that, that Tony can't not swear. Can't not yeah. Swear. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that one. 150. Okay, you're like down the middle. <laughs> A cheater with your binary systems. <laughs> we'll see. Wow. You solved our game. <laughs>